Hey there, mommy. So you've started a business and you're wondering how moms everywhere are making it look so effortless. Maybe you haven't taken the entrepreneurial plunge yet because you're still trying to figure out what the heck is step one and where is the time to even execute it. I get it, you're busy. Being a mom is a full-time job and some, but I'm here to encourage you that being a mom and being a boss can exist in the same space. You are listening to the Busy Mompreneur Podcast, where we are using systems to make life a little bit sweeter. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Busy Mompreneur Podcast. My name is Priscilla Fields. I am your host, and today I am with my good friend, Keisha Way, and we are going to be diving into some goodies, some gems for you guys to take note of. So I'm going to give you just a brief moment to go grab your pen, grab some paper, because you're going to want to take notes. I'm sure this topic is going to speak to you because it's spoken to me. So I try to share content that is relatable, that is actionable and that really just can help you in the growth of your business, whether you are just starting out or if you have already established your business. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you today. I know it is exciting times. I, I'm just loving this whole podcasting thing. It's really becoming my my new thing. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I like it. So let's dive right in. Keisha, just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, the type of clients that you like to serve, what you do. Tell the people about yourself. Yes, for sure. So again, thank you for having me as your guest. My name is Keisha Way, and I am a business strategist who specializes in project management. And the reason I specialize in project management, because my go-to is keeping things organized, but yet keeping them simple. I am also the founder of the Dr. Antonio G. Hill Foundation, which is a foundation that is in honor of my brother, where we cater to the community, we cater to scholarship and advocacy work as well. That I did not know that little tidbit about you, so I'm yes. gonna check that out. So today we're talking about a lie that we often believe, and I'm sure if you're listening, this applies to you, or you probably know someone that it applies to. We choose to believe that we do not know or we do not have enough to get started in doing the thing. You put fill in the blank on what your thing is, but we make up that excuse of can't. I don't know. I don't have the resources. I can't. It's just all this hesitation surrounded around why we can't instead of why we can. So I invited Keisha to have this conversation with me because just like me, she's experienced it too. So we're going to be swapping some stories and she's going to be dropping the gems on how she overcame that. So tell me, Keisha, what is or what was one of the first areas of your life where you found yourself starting to make hesitations to start your thing? Hmm. I can tell you, I really kind of hesitated on starting things because I felt as though I had to give my all to my family. Having children, they're always having things going on as far as extracurricular activities, things with school. And it's like, do I have the right amount of time to give to my children as well as to give to a business? And the answer to that is no, but... (laughs) Guess what? We can come up with some non-negotiables. We can come up with some boundaries that will assist us in 
helping us out within business and helping us out when it comes to family so that we can merge the two together. Absolutely. I am definitely guilty of that as I was growing my business, my children that are in the home with us because we have a bonus family. But the three little people that live with us 24-7, they they were just little. They were dependent. And I had to get things done. But at the same breath, they couldn't do for themselves either. So I had a lot of mom guilt that surrounded me as I was in those very beginning stages, that first year of business. It's like, okay, you want to burn the midnight oil, but like you need to pause and handle dinner and bath time. <laughs> you need to pause and nurture them and, you know, teach the ABCs and one, two, threes. So yeah, that balance with work and life is real. But like you said, it's possible to do. Let's see. What are some of the, the assumptions that you encountered as you were growing your business that you later found out, you know, they're not that bad. It's not that bad as as we were assuming that it was going to be. When you first start out in business, you always think, I need this system. I need this tool. I need this. I need that. When we kind of step back and we keep it simple, we can see the the easiness in the simple. It's almost like, what is that term? Kiss, keep it simple, sis. Yep. <laughs> and when we do that, we can get a lot of things done because we overcomplicate a situation or we overcomplicate the process because a lot of times we're looking at what the next person is doing. Like if I look at you as a certified Dubsado specialist and that's something that I've desired to do, but it may be a little bit more difficult for me. But guess what? There's still something else out there that I can do that's going to be comparable to what Priscilla is doing. But it's not necessarily the exact same thing, but it's comparable. So we have to learn how to stay in our lane. It's like, you know, when you're running track Mm -hmm. and you're focused on getting to the end. But if you take a look and you glance to the side and you're looking at others, you kind of lose the momentum. You slow down because you decided to look outside your lane. So I think that we just kind of need to focus in on what it is that we're doing. And when we do that, we can accomplish a whole lot more instead of just kind of looking around us. Yeah. Just keep it simple. That was a perfect example. I ran track um, in high school and middle school, a little bit in college too. So we would hear that all the time. Like, just keep your eye on the finish line, get there as fast as you can, pump your arms, keep that momentum going. It's like you said, once you start looking around, you start slowing down yes. uh, or Lord forbid you just stop, you know, because it's the sport of track is really mind over matter. So if you tell your body to stop, it's going to stop. <laughs> yes. And that's the same thing with business. Everything that we do is mental mm-hmm. before the physical starts. It has to begin in the mental. Mm-hmm. So we just have to be very mindful of what we're thinking what we're speaking as well, because some of those things can come to fruition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I was um, even a touch on how you said we overcomplicate the situation. I'm guilty of that as well. And I've noticed that in my overcomplicating, I do lose that momentum, but it's the complication comes in where, how do I want to say it? Um, It's worse to to not start than to just like not do it at all. 
It's worse to not do a thing, should I say, than rather to start and then figure out the mistakes and improve on them. That's exactly. what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Yes. It's always worse to stop or not start than to just keep going and pushing through it and, you know, correcting your mistakes and getting that feedback, whether it be positive or negative, but making those corrections as you go, because there's no way that you're going to perfect the thing. And that's where like that perfectionism comes in when you've never even performed it. That perfection can't come without the performance. So do it. It's going to probably be bad the first time, but the next time it's going to be better than it was the, you know, the first time you tried. So just to keep going, keep going. And then our, our lack of um, planning, it also adds to that overthinking and overcomplicating of the situation. Like if you just plan it out, you don't have to feel like you're overwhelmed and scrambling, you know, once it comes due to the, the of the date that you said that you were going to put something out into the world or, you know, have it ready for a client or meet that goal for yourself. Just taking the time to plan in advance helps to alleviate that stress around the thing that you're building that you say that you love, but lack of planning causes you to to start to hate it. (laughs) Yes. And I am a huge planner. I definitely like to plan things out because when you plan them out, And then you put those actionable steps. I think that's the key to put the actionable steps with the plan so that you can actually see it walk itself out. That's really good. So tell us how how you plan or what steps you took to overcome, you know, that thought process of I need X, Y and Z to do this. Okay, so I can definitely tell you um, planning came from a place when I was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and my children at the time were 12 and nine. So they were depending upon myself and my husband. Mm -hmm. That was our everyday. So when we had to have those caregivers come in to assist us, I wanted to ensure that there was a system that was in place so that everyone would be able to follow it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where planning initially came in for me because I wanted to make sure that we had, you know, a plan for our meals a plan for grocery shopping, a plan for taking the children to their extracurricular activities. So when it came to doing things within business, Mm -hmm. it mirrored it. I did the exact same thing. So my calendar became my best friend, color coding my calendar, ensuring that (laughs) everyone knew what was going on at all times. So there Mm -hmm. was no doubt you know, where we were supposed to be and what we were supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I answered your question, but <laughs> absolutely. Planning of using your calendar. Um, I love Google Calendar. That yes. is my uh, bread and butter. If it is not on my calendar, I'm probably not going to do it. And okay. I'm likely not going to remember that it needs to be on the calendar to even like self-correct it. Just because there's so many moving parts in my life day to day, you know, outside of even just the kids, but, you know, just managing myself and, you know, going for routine doctor's appointments or pausing to schedule a nail appointment or, you know, taking time to record podcast episodes. If I don't put it on the calendar, it's not happening. It's just not. (laughs) I totally understand. Same thing here. I just have to be really mindful, um, you know, to get all of those thoughts and, you know, tasks out of my head. So even my task manager helps me a lot too, because if I put it on the task manager and kind of like brain dump the thought or, you know, whatever it is that needs to be done, um, my assistant, she's kind of like my safeguard. She'll go back and say, hey, Priscilla, this is on, you know, the task manager. Do you want to do something with it? Do you want me to do something with it? So that follow up is always really good too. 
So we're on the same page with that because I use my task manager faithfully (laughs) because it helps you out when you don't remember to do a thing. Mm -hmm. It's going to pop up later to remind you that it didn't get done. So we're definitely on the same page when it comes to that. Yes, ma'am. And those all tie into the things like, you know, we're telling ourselves, oh, I don't have enough or, you know, I don't know enough. In reality, we really do. It's just the planning. Did you plan, you know, to start? You know, what is your start date? Have you reverse engineered the process to say that, you know, if by the summer or in August 1st, you know, I want to have my ebook completed? You know, have you put time on your calendar to say, you know, in these first two weeks of May, I'm going to be writing chapter one? You know, are you tracking that progress to the end goal to say that you can? Because we have a lot of resources. The internet alone is just a wealth of information. And there's so many free platforms out there. There's so many free teachings out there. Like we always hear how important and essential getting a coach is to having and running a business, which is true, but there's so much free stuff out there that can get you started. And like we mentioned before, starting is better than not starting at all because then you can go in and make improvements and corrections. Exactly. So with us being moms that are listening, for the mom who's out there stuck in this place of, I want to start my business, you know, but I don't know enough. I don't have enough money to, you know, invest in it. You know, I'm starting my business, you know, to make money. Um, What tips would you have for her if she was listening right now? So for a mom that wants to start a business and she feels as though she doesn't have the finances to do so, Mm -hmm. I want that mom to look at her skill set. What is it that you know how to do? Think about some of those things. Some of the times I'll go with my clients and I'll ask them to make a list of all the things that you did on your previous job or your current job. You know, then we're going to go back and circle the things that you love that you listed. And nine times out of 10, those are the things that you can turn into a profitable business. So you have to look at what you already have because everyone has a skill set. Everyone needs something that you not. I'm not going to say everyone, but there is someone that needs what you have. You are the solution to someone else's problem. Exactly. I um, can't agree (laughs) with that more because it's so true we all possess skills and people need them we just have to put it out there and say hey my name is Sally Sue and this is what I do this is how I solve problems because there's always something that someone doesn't want to do that comes easy and naturally for you and that is what they are willing to pay for to the most intricate, you know, solutions to the very small things because I don't want to clean my house all the time. (laughs) I don't want to fold laundry all the time. If I didn't have to pick up my kids from school, I would delegate that as well. It's just a matter of finding the service because I know it exists, you know, up into someone creating a will for you or whatever the, the service is. There's someone out there. You just have to put yourself out there. You have to start if you don't start. It's never going to happen. It's just going to be a a wish and a dream only in your head. So, mom, if you're listening, just get started. (laughs) Write down your skill sets and start. Where was um, the one? Some of the places that you started marketing your skill sets as a project manager. 
Of course, the great world of social media. Absolutely. There are tons of people in the world and majority of them are on social media. So just basically letting them know, like you said, hey, my name is Keisha and I'm a business strategist and I specialize in project management and even doing some reaching back. Mm -hmm. Some of the people that I worked with in the past, letting them know, hey, this is what I'm doing right now. Also, going back through my phone, everyone that I come in contact with, if their contact number is in my phone, I also have a description outside of there letting me know what it is that they do. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll take a moment just to kind of go back through my phone and say, okay, so this person, they own a business. Let me reach out to them and see if they need any kind of assistance. Okay, so this person can do this. This person can do that. We have so many connections right at our fingertips. There's no reason for us not to market our services. Yeah, absolutely. No reason at all be your own biggest cheerleader on the free the biggest free advertising space which is social media it's just a matter of putting yourself out there staying consistent and doing the work doing the work if you haven't started your business before you put it out there take some time and create some social media posts you know plan that out schedule it and forget about it because again we're moms our time is so limited the less that you have to do in real time because In real time, kids are getting sick. In real time, you know, you have to go pick them up from school or cook dinner and all those things. But if you can maintain that social media presence for yourself, the clients are going to come. There is a client within every budget who is looking for what it is that you offer. You just have to put it out there and create a process on how you're going to deliver it. And don't overpromise on that delivery. (laughs) That's going to open up. Don't overthink it, right? Because it's just going to block you from starting. So how are you getting your kids involved in debunking that thought process of, you know, I don't have or I can't start without, you know, having just feeding into that lie that we can't start? How are you debunking that for your kids? Well, we have a conversation every day and that conversation is telling them that they can do anything that they put their mind to. Mm -hmm. You can have anything that you want. You have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone tell you no when you know you can do it. We have affirmations that we speak over them. Yeah. So when we're speaking these affirmations over them, it's going into their mind so that they too will see it when they mm-hmm. look in the mirror. Yeah. When they go out into the world, when they're not with you, they're going to know what they're capable of doing because I've already instilled that in them. So the world doesn't have to tell them because it started at home. And that's with anything. It starts at home. You're going to start to teach your child the ABCs before they go into school. Mm -hmm. So why not teach them that, you know, the word can't doesn't exist. You change it. I can and I will. It's a mindset. It's all a mindset. Um, I'm really big on affirmations. It has helped me tremendously throughout these past couple of months. And just like you, I speak affirmations over my little people as I'm you know, taking them to school or starting their day. We also pair it with scripture. So for those who are listening, if you didn't know, I'm a woman of faith. We are team Jesus over here. So we apply scriptures from the Bible to our lives. One of the ones that I've taught them to memorize or commit to memory is I can do all things, not some things, but all things through Christ because he gives me strength. So we play that back in their minds all the time, all the time. If you get frustrated at school and you can't figure it out, 
ask the teacher for help. You know, it's not bad to ask questions, you know, be bold in asking questions because somebody else has that same question. So yeah, affirmations are great. I love them. I live by them, of course, along with the word. (laughs) With the word, our life principles. So I think we ran through our conversation a lot faster than I thought, but I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I hope those who are listening, you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, Let me see if I have another question. Yeah, I'm going to ask one more question before we get out of here. Was there ever a time that you realized that you had patterns of like hesitating to start? Yes. Yes, me too. (laughs) Yes, 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 and yes. I can tell you that I've sat back and watched others do exactly what I asked God for. Yes. And I've told them, oh my Mm -hmm. God, I was disobedient. And now I'm sitting back and I'm watching you do the exact same thing that I was asking God for. Mm So therefore, if we are bold enough to go to God and ask him for a thing, we have to be bold enough to do it and be able to receive it when he sends it our way. There is no hesitation when it comes to God. So why would we hesitate on our dreams? Why would we hesitate on our goals? Why would we hesitate on our business? Mm -hmm. He gave us this creativity. He gave us these ideas because he meant for us to be here to help one another. So when you choose not to do the thing that you said you were going to do, who are you hindering from moving to the next level? Not only yourself, but there's someone else, another individual out there that you're hindering from going to the next level because you chose not to walk in your gifts and share them with the world. Now that's not fair. That is so much in that answer, my goodness. So (laughs) thank you for that response because there's a saying, I don't remember who I heard it from, and I wanna say it might've been TV Jakes, but I'm not for sure, but it goes, delayed obedience is still disobedience. And it's so true. And then another saying that I heard in a sermon as well was your disobedience is causing someone else to be disobedient because there was a time and a place where you were supposed to be at a certain point but because you didn't start and now you're six months behind schedule like you haven't connected with that person who needed you and you would have been prepared you know with six months of experience under your belt to share with them but your disobedience is causing someone else to be disobedient too like All of this stuff is so much bigger than us and our own bank accounts and our own legacy. Like we have to put ourselves out there because someone else needs us in some way, in some capacity to pour knowledge into them, to give them, you know, um, a boost of encouragement to offer that service or that coaching program, to read that book of that testimony that you um, went through. So <laughs> exactly. So if there's anybody out there that has been disobedient, yes. <laughs> today is the day to surrender and to just say I'm going to I'm going to do God's will. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you're going to do it. Myself included. Yes. My, I'm myself going to do included. it. Yes. I'm going to walk it out and ask Absolutely. for his help and his strength when mm-hmm. I feel as though I can't carry it out. Mhm. Yep, cuz when we um when God tells us or, you know, shows us that, you know, hey, here is the next 
God idea that I'm giving you. And you're like, oh, I can't do that. You really might as well be slapping God in the face and telling him that he's wrong in that response. Even if it's not just the words, but in action with you not moving to start, that's basically what you're doing. So if this is pricking your heart a little bit, I know, ouch, (laughs) ouch, take that as a sign to start. Take that as a sign to take the first step. Take one step and he'll meet you at the next. Thank you so much for being here. I love and thoroughly enjoyed our conversation about this. There's so much more that can be said, but we're just going to leave you with those tidbits, those gems and nuggets, and hopefully it sparks you and, you know, it explodes into all that God has for you with your business. Yeah. I love you. We love you. We're praying for you. And on that note, we're going to close out in prayer. I'm not going to pray on today. I'm going to have Miss Keisha pray on today and we're going to get out of here. And I hope that you make the choice to join us for our future episodes. Thank you again. Thank you again. Thank you again for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. Okay, we're going to go ahead and go before the throne. Almost gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you right now, God. We thank you for Priscilla being able to facilitate this podcast so that she can explore the world in a different way, God, so that she can bless the ears that are listening to her, God. I just ask that you continue to give her the abundance that you have desired for her life, God. I thank you for blessing me as well well. And I thank you for blessing the listeners, God. Allow us to walk in the obedience that you have designed for us. Allow us to surrender and to move forward and allow us to make you the owner of our business. It is in your darling son, Jesus name that we pray and ask of these many blessings. Amen. Amen. Mamas, if you're listening, go out there and be you, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Again, I hope that you join us for our next episode. Go ahead and check out the show notes um, and share this episode with someone else who needs it. Someone else who needs to go ahead and start and stop self-sabotaging what God has for you and just make a move. Love you and we'll see you next time.